Hey and welcome to the Intuitively Inspired Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Elizabeth, and I'm a holistic health and food freedom coach. It's my mission to guide you into being the CEO of your own body and life. Each week, we will delve into all things eating and living intuitively, stepping into the most confident and powered version of you, and redefining your meaning of health and happiness so that you can leave feeling lit up, tuned in, and turned on by your life. I'm so excited that you're here. Let's get started. Hello everybody and welcome to Intuitively Inspired. I am so, so excited to be in front of this mic recording this episode for you today. It's been a couple of weeks and honestly I wasn't going to record this until next week but I just feel really inspired and really in the flow at the moment and so I figured yes I really want to get this message out to you today. We are chatting all things body image and you've probably noticed that I've been a little bit quiet podcast wise over the last couple of weeks and the reason for that is because I had four pre-recorded episodes with some amazing interviews as well and I lost them through Zoom. So I've tried to retrieve them, I've tried to get them back and have been unsuccessful. So as an Aries with a little bit of a temper and needing a little bit of time to cool off, I've been pretty quiet, (laughs) but I am back. And yeah, today we're talking all things body image, which I'm really, really excited about. Now, wherever you are in your relationship to food right now, wherever you are on your journey to health, this conversation is going to be so, so helpful for you. And especially if you're someone who has recently learned or that you have been practicing for a while now, the art of eating to feel good rather than eating to deprive or restrict or to basically lose weight, right? And so body image is so much mindset work. Like the way that you feel about your body is more often than not a reflection of how you feel about yourself and what is going on in your life. That's so, so important to understand. And I think a lot of us, we look at our bodies and we think, oh, this is so my body's fault. This is, you know, it's it's definitely me. It's definitely the way that I look. And that is so not the case. It's so, so not the case. Your reflection, the, what you're physically seeing in the mirror is oftentimes a reflection of how you feel internally about yourself. So if you are struggling in the area of self-worth, self-respect, X, Y, Z, the chances are you're also looking in the mirror thinking, oh, I just am so disappointed with the way that I look or I don't like myself or whatever else, right? So it's really important to first of all do the mindset work when it comes to body image before you start setting goals in terms of what you want to achieve with your health XYZ. It's so much more important to tackle the mindset first. So I hope that I've made that really, really clear. I know that a lot of people when I say that are like, no, it's definitely my body. It's definitely my body that's the problem. And I promise you once you've done the mindset work, you you know, really put the physicality of body image work on the back burner for now while you deal with the mindset and everything will become so much clearer and yeah it's absolutely okay to have goals for your body nobody can tell you what to do with yourself and your body but it's really important that that's coming from a place of love care and self-respect versus coming from a place of I am just I'm just projecting my self-worth issues onto my reflection so really really important here to do the mindset work first now I know that we probably all you know if you're listening to this you probably at this point get that restriction doesn't work right that dieting doesn't work but oftentimes when we're struggling with body image we still feel those emotions of guilt and shame when we're eating so we might have allowed ourselves unconditional permission to eat whatever it is that we want and we might be actively working towards 
towards food freedom, but because we are unhappy with the, the way that our body looks, for example, um, we can still experience those feelings of guilt and shame when we're eating, which then impacts our relationship with food. So there are multiple different types of restriction. And physical restriction isn't the only type. So even if you stopped physically restricting, you can still be mentally restricting because if you're in the back of your mind whilst you're eating something, yeah, allowing yourself to eat it, but also at the same time going, oh, I feel so guilty about this. I shouldn't be eating this. This is so bad, X, Y, Z. Then that is still restriction and your body will still seize up and feel stressed and feel like, oh, in that fight or flight, because you're still saying, I can't eat this, or I shouldn't be eating this, or I should feel guilty for eating this, right? Even though you've allowed yourself to eat it, it's still restriction. So it's still causing the same emotions and the same responses in your body as if you were physically restricting. So it's still really unhelpful to your relationship with food. So that's the first thing that I would really encourage you to ask yourself is even if I am not physically restricting anymore, even if I am allowing myself to eat the foods that I wanna eat, am I potentially mentally restricting? restricting? Am I feeling guilty? Am I feeling ashamed when I'm eating something? Am I beating myself up for eating certain foods? Or is there still that voice in the back of my mind that is asking like, why are you eating this? You should be losing weight. You haven't got the body you want X, Y, Z, right? Because that voice is so, so real. When you're in the moment of eating foods, if you're unhappy with your body and you're in the in the back of your mind, there's that voice going, you should be, you know, you, you're never going to lose weight if you eat this X, Y, you know, I, I'm speaking from experience because it's something that I very much had to deal with when I was healing my own relationship with food and my body, right? So what do you do when this is happening, right? You know restriction isn't working, but you've still got this voice in the back of your mind. And so this is why this conversation is so, so important. So we're gonna talk today about how to start working on your body image through mindset work, right? And the first thing that I think is really, really important um, to say here is that we need to stop setting the bar so high when it comes to body image work. So there is so much pressure on women at the moment to absolutely love their bodies, right? You've seen all the content, love your flaws, love your body, X, Y, Z. And honestly, it can become really overwhelming and trying to love your body when you can't even fathom the thought at the moment of even just liking it is really just setting the bar so high that it just becomes overwhelming and seems like too much work, right? And oftentimes what you'll probably find is if you're trying to love your body when you don't even like it, it's literally just gonna lead you into more destructive behavior and more destructive thoughts about your body and around food, right? So how many times have you said to yourself or thought to yourself, well, I'm never gonna have the body that I want anyway, so I might as well self-sabotage by eating xyz or doing xyz this thought just continuously happened to me right when I was healing my relationship with food and, and my body I would constantly look at where I wanted to be eventually and because I was nowhere near there it would just send me straight back to thinking oh what's the point point?" and I think so many women are in that situation at the moment where they literally think well I'm never going to absolutely love myself so why bother right and so getting this I guess, expectation out of our minds that we have to love ourselves right now will be so helpful and really start setting the bar a little bit lower, starting small. And we've all heard the saying, I'm sure, that slow and steady wins the race. And that's exactly the way that we need to tackle 
our health, our relationship with food and body image work. We need to start small and really think about setting the bar as low as possible so that we are not feeling bogged down and overwhelmed. I don't know how many of you have tried to write affirmations saying, I love my body, I love myself, X, Y, Z. And because it's created so much resistance, because it's caused that feeling of uneasiness and uncomfortability, like, oh, that's not true, that doesn't feel right. It then causes us to feel even more unhappy with ourselves because there was this expectation to love ourselves when we couldn't actually even meet it, right? And so starting small and setting the bar as low as possible means that you can release the expectation to absolutely love yourself right now and you can steer towards just what's the next level for me? What is the next thing that I need to do? Where's the, do I need to focus solely on accepting my body? Do I need to focus solely on respecting and caring for my body? Is that the next step for me? Because if so, then really asking myself to absolutely love myself is probably not going to be very helpful for me right now. It's probably going to cause an excess of resistance and an excess of frustration and doubt in myself. And it's probably just going to cause me to self-destruct, right? So really think about where does your bar need to be set? What's the next level for you? What's the next step? And we really want to think about this in levels, right? And you want to do this in every single area of your life, right? You wouldn't think about, you know, your uni exams when you're in primary school it just you're not thinking about that you're focusing on the here and now you're focusing on the next thing that you've got to do and we can really tackle our health in the same way there's no point you know it's the same with your relationship with food if you're focusing on biohacking techniques and superfoods and whatever else but you literally can't even you know you you haven't even got the hang of getting a good night's sleep there's literally no point let's focus on the basics first so setting the bar really low is going to be so helpful for you so really ask yourself in this moment what is the next step for me what's the next thing that I need to focus on right so that's the first thing the second thing is start to steer that attention towards self-respect right and I love the idea of self-respect because I genuinely feel like this is as much a physical thing as it is an emotional thing so with respect it's not only about the way that you're physically respecting your body but it's also about emotional respect respecting yourself in terms of coping with your emotions setting boundaries healing your trauma whatever it is that you need to do that is still respecting your physical body, even though it's very much emotional work. And not only that, it's not a destination. Body respect is not a destination. You don't just get there, tick, done, tick off the list now, I'm, I'm finished with it. It's a daily practice. So this is something that you will practice every single day. And a really good question to ask yourself every day when you wake up in the morning is, what is one thing that I can do to respect my body today? What is one thing that I can do to show my body some care today? And isn't that so much better than trying to get to this unknown destination that just feels so far away, so overwhelming, so unachievable? It's so much better to tune inwards and ask yourself, like, what's just one thing that I can do to show my body some love and and, and care and respect today? What's one thing that I can do? So it's a, a doing word rather than a this is a destination, I've got to get there. And it's that constant like race to get somewhere, right? What's just one thing I can do right now to take care of myself? And doesn't that release so much of the pressure? It feels so good 
And again, if you're someone who is really, really busy and lacking in time, trying to do all of these long self-care practices can feel draining and we often don't have time. We often feel like, oh, this is the last thing that I can think about today. So just asking that one simple question, what is one thing that I can do to show my body some respect today? That might be taking a couple of deep breaths. It might be looking in the mirror and being like, hey, you can do this day. Or it might be just writing a line in your journal around why you're grateful for your body. Or it might be, you know, going out and buying clothes that fit you honestly the amount of women that I have met who are actively working towards a better body image but are still squeezing themselves into clothes that are way too small or that you know used to fit them before they had kids or used to fit them before whenever um, and they are still trying to squeeze themselves into it them and then getting really frustrated when they don't like wouldn't a really great mark of self-respect be going out and buying clothes that fit you that you feel comfortable in that you feel good in and isn't that like one thing that you can do without you know um without having to do all this kind of overwhelming deep work it's just one very practical thing that you can do to show your body some respect right so it's really really important and I think a little note to add on to that is to stop waiting until because that is such a it's almost like bypassing yourself right when you're saying to yourself oh I'm gonna wait until I've lost the weight before I buy the dress or I'm gonna wait until um, then before I book the holiday or I'm gonna wait until this before I ask for my promotion or ask the guy out or start dating again or whatever else it is if you are waiting until something and it's got a physical, you know, and it's got a physical timeline, like I've got to look this way, you will be waiting for a very long time. And, you know, really interesting exercise to do is ask yourself how long you've been saying that to yourself for, um, count up those years and really think about the years that you've lost in terms of how many times have you said that and you've just, you're still not there, right? So really stop waiting until you feel like you're going to be ready. You're not. It's never going to happen, okay? A tough pill to swallow and a little bit of a trigger warning here, um, but it's probably not going to happen. And so really start acting. Like, what are the things that you're putting off? And one of the questions that I love asking women is if you loved your body right now, how would you treat it? Or if you had the body that you think you wanted, if you th- if you had the quote-unquote perfect body, what would you do with it? What would you do differently? How would your life look different? So if you're waiting for the perfect body before you start booking holidays, start the business that you want to start, start eating in the way that you want to eat or start buying the clothes that you want to buy or go on more trips or whatever it is, start doing those things now, write all of those things down. And I challenge you, I encourage you to start working on those things now, because honestly, if it wasn't for the body, something else would be in the way, right? So it would be something else that you're putting in the way and the body just is a really good scapegoat and a really good excuse so that you don't have to step out of your comfort zone right now. And again, I'm being really, really, it's a bit of tough love today, but I feel like we all need it sometimes. Um, And so asking yourself, what would be different genuinely, right? So a couple of questions to really think about. Are you wearing clothes that are comfortable? Are you spending intimate time with yourself and your body? Are you spending genuine time with yourself? In the same way as, for example, if you had a friend that you were never communicating with, you were never spending time with, you were never complimenting, you were never um, you know, actively working on that relationship, you wouldn't have a relationship anymore. So it's really, really important to, you know, why would you be any different? You know, you also need to spend intimate time with yourself. You also need to spend time doing things that you love with you, right? You are 
you have a relationship with your body and it's it's really important to nurture that relationship it's really important to spend intimate time with yourself so that you can cultivate that sense of um you know that sense of I I respect you I care for you right and so really thinking about it from a food perspective as well, this is going off on a little bit of a tangent, but I feel like it will be helpful. If you're someone who is not spending intimate time with your body in terms of if you're not actively cultivating that relationship with yourself, then how do you think you're gonna hear your hunger fullness cues? How do you think your body is gonna steer you into the direction of the foods that make you feel good? Like you need to stop and take time to actually listen to yourself. Um, spend some time in the quiet, connecting with your intuition and in return, you will cultivate a, a really great relationship with your body. So spending intimate time with yourself is really, really important. And another question is, are you talking to yourself with love and gratitude? So when you're talking to yourself, when you're looking in the mirror, what does that conversation sound like? What is the narrative? What does the voice sound like? Is it always negative, controlling, restrictive, angry, frustrated? Like what does the voice sound like? And how can you begin to really ask yourself, can I bring in some compassion here? And how do I do that? And where, how do I start doing that? So starting to starting with even the way that you talk to yourself, right? This is all body respect. And again, starting really, really small. So maybe think about a couple of areas that you can work on. Um, so maybe it's like internal dialogue and spending more time with yourself or whatever else and really work on those first. And you will notice such a huge shift in the way that you view your body and yourself. So really really important points here first of all setting the bar lower so that you can think about what's the next step and second of all really starting to show respect to your body so I'm gonna leave it there because I feel like I have gone off on enough tangents and that's probably enough for you at this point like I said the body image work is so dense and it honestly is always a reflection of how you feel about yourself internally so if you've got any sort of undealt with trauma if there's real struggle putting in boundaries if you are really struggling to cope with your emotions or you struggle to communicate in your relationships or you're a workaholic or you're a perfectionist or whatever else the way that you're looking at your body is an exact reflection of how you feel about you and what is going on in your external world as well so whatever your relationships look like whatever you're surrounding yourself with that is going to be a reflection of what you think about your body so it's really really important before you start thinking about manipulating the way that you look is to look inside first is to really think about what work do I internally need to do? And once you've done that work, of course, go and think about what you want to achieve and what you want to physically be capable of doing with your body or whatever else, whatever goals you might have. But I think it's really important to tackle the mindset piece first. So those two points, really, really important. Set the bar a little bit lower. Think about what's the next step for me. And second of all, respect. Can you work towards respect? What's one thing that you can do to respect your body? So I'm gonna leave you with that. I hope that it was helpful. Um, I just wanna end this episode by saying, that I have opened up a couple of slots for one-on-one -on -one clients which I'm really really excited about for October. Now if you have had on your new year's resolutions to get healthy literally every single year for the last however many years, I know that it was on my list for however many years before I decided look things are not working right this I am trying this diet after diet after diet and it's just not working and I know that there is so much more work to be done 
in terms of the reason that I'm emotional eating or the reason that I'm binge eating is because I am, you know, struggling with trauma that I've not healed or I'm struggling with my emotions or there's so much other stuff that's getting in the way of me actually achieving true sustainable health and causing me to binge and overeat. And actually when I dealt with the emotional stuff, it was so much easier to get the nutrition. It was so much easier to get a healthy relationship with food and to get a healthy relationship with my body because I dealt with the internal, right? A lot of this is down to self worth and self-respect and so I think it's really really important to ask yourself like how many times am I going to try the same thing over and over and it's not going to work and how many times am I going to keep putting it on my new year's resolutions list anyway the reason that I mentioned new year's resolution is because if you were to join healing to healthy in October um as one of my one-on-one clients you would actually be finished in the program before the new year, which is absolutely incredible. and means that it's one less thing on your new year's resolution list for um, January. So if you're interested in finding out a little bit more about my program, first of all, have a look in the show notes. I'm going to leave you with the information about my program, the way that it works, the four steps, and just how it can completely change your life. And I also will leave a link for you to book in your free discovery call with me. You can also just access it through my Instagram. So if you don't follow me on Instagram, it's at Sarah Elizabeth with an S, not a Z, health. So at Sarah Elizabeth health. Um, please do uh, follow me if you don't and drop me a message to um, let me know that you're interested in working with me one-on-one. Or maybe you just want to drop me a little bit of feedback after this episode. Maybe it's exactly what you wanted to hear and or what you needed to hear, not ever wanted. It's always a tough pill to swallow. But um, let me know what you took from this episode and if you found it helpful. And of course, if you want more information about working with me or you have any other questions or there's something that you want to um, you know, go over with me, please do feel free to reach out. I absolutely love getting DMs from you. Um, so uh, definitely reach out and let me know. Or of course, if you're watching this, um, listening to this episode and you've got so much from it, from it please do screenshot it share it on your socials share it with a friend um and i would really really appreciate it so many people have reached out and said that they found my podcast through someone else sharing it so i really really appreciate it it just means that we can spread this message to the women who genuinely need to hear this message so i really really appreciate it don't forget to reach out check out the show notes and i cannot wait to chat to you in the next episode